Hello, this is Fight Back, a podcast by the Healthcare Consumer Rights Foundation. I'm Steve Poisner, healthcare consumer advocate, founder, and executive director. Our nonprofit's mission is to help you navigate the complex healthcare system and understand your legal rights, options, and opportunities when you encounter problems and obstacles. We want to empower you with the information you need to fight back and get the best possible care. Our special guests, experts in their field of healthcare and medicine, provide you with an informative, interesting, and life-changing education on a variety of healthcare topics important to you and your loved ones. In our new Fight Back mini-cast series, we take you through the highlights and great educational information from our most popular podcast topics in our very large library. Let's get started. With regards to um, insomnia, you mentioned insomniacs and so forth. What exactly is the definition of insomnia? I guess, I guess there's you know staying asleep versus getting enough sleep. What are what are what are the the current definitions there? Insomnia is a symptom that can become a syndrome. And what I mean by that is insomnia is defined as trouble falling asleep or trouble staying asleep to the point that it bothers you the next day. There has to be some level of daytime impairment. And for children, it has to be something that the parents or the school teachers pick up on. But for adults, it's your perception. If not sleeping does not bother you, you don't have insomnia. You're just sleeping less. So trouble either falling asleep and or trouble staying asleep to a point that bothers you the next day. Now, on any given night, half of us don't think we slept well. So there's an issue of you just having a bad night. The neighbor's dog was barking or something, and you couldn't sleep and you're frustrated. That's a symptom. So, okay, that was a, a transient thing. But chronic insomnia, which is how we think of it these days, chronic insomnia is having it more than three nights per week for more than three months. Three months is a long time, but most of the people we see come in with years and years of, of, of insomnia, decades. People don't typically go to their sleep doctor just for a couple of months of poor sleep. They'll try something over the counter. They'll do some home remedy, something else like that. So we typically see people with years and years of poor sleep. The good news is that the majority of people with poor sleep will get better when I just correctly. And these days, the treatment of insomnia has greatly improved. Um, certainly, we still have medications as an option, but... Um, medications are not really the mainstay anymore. And by the way, we do have better meds than before. They're safer. They have different mechanisms of action than before. But the mainstay of insomnia treatment now is something called cognitive behavioral therapy. And they refer to it as CBT-I, cognitive behavioral therapy for insomnia. CBT-I is very effective and offers people, after they spend maybe two months learning these techniques, long-term, over for several years, they'll sleep better and without requiring medication on a regular basis. It's, it's effective in the majority of the patients. Not 100%, but in many of them. And when CBTI was first developed, it was thought to be difficult to um, provide to patients because it required these specialized therapists to do it. But because of the internet, uh, now there's online tools and versions of it. and um, There's an even greater facility now um, we're doing Zoom-type visits, online visits, and so therapists are doing it that way. So there's really no need for anybody to suffer with insomnia. Um, we can definitely work on this, and millions of people have insomnia. You know, there's now, you know, uh, iWatches and other other devices that, that you can buy now that can help monitor how much sleep you're getting, some measures of quality. Are, are those effective tools to help you 
uh, quantify, you know, the quality of sleep you're getting. Yeah, the sleep trackers are obviously a big industry, and they are good tools. Um, they can be double-edged swords, like like any tool. Like it's asking me, is a hammer a good thing or a bad thing? It's that it depends how you use that hammer. So there is a condition called orthosomnia. You can look up. Somebody came up with a phrase, orthosomnia, which is people have trouble sleeping because they measure their sleep and they get stressed over their sleep measurements. So they're thinking, well, something is wrong because my sleep tracker is saying that I'm not getting adequate sleep. So that's one extreme. On the other hand, I think they're really, really good tools because it makes people more aware of what they're doing. So they can keep track of it. There are various trackers out there, and people inevitably will ask which is best. I can tell you that the Navy has done research on this because I went to a conference and they showed the results and it was recently published. And they're all pretty good when you use them within themselves. So whatever margin of error they have, as long as you consistently use the same tool, over time you can just look for those trends. They tend to fall short if somebody's lying in bed not moving and awake. Like sometimes an insomniac will just lay in bed still and awake. And the tracker will, may miscall that sleep when, in fact, the person is awake because the trackers are basically, ba- are basically, uh, basically working on movement and heart rates. Uh-huh. But right. for the most part, they're okay and they're good tools to have. You can see changes in them. I want to thank you for listening to today's Fight Back minicast. You can listen to the full podcast on this topic or check out additional podcasts by going to our website at www.healthcareconsumerrights.org. We also welcome your input and stories that we can use on future podcasts. This is Steve Poisner, and this is Fight Back, a podcast by the Healthcare Consumer Rights Foundation. Thanks for listening. I look forward to our next podcast. Talk with you soon.